It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Welcome in to episode number, oh, I was going to say 19, but that's a bad joke to make right now. (laughs) I'm not going to make that joke. Let me take that back. Of uh, jobbing out, Glenn Clark, Noah Aaron at the moment, but Brandon Linton. And did I hear a strange voice in the background? Who is that? It is WrestleMania season, so it's the main event. Event. Oh my God! He's back, baby. AJ Francis, aka Frank, is back with us for the first segment of this week's show because he hasn't been able to go to work for a little while. Um, It's the reality of what we're up against, man. Uh, You know what, AJ? Before I, you know, because again, I always never know exactly what we can talk about, what we can't talk about. But just let's talk about you, dude. Like, let's talk about what this is like. Somebody who's trying to establish themselves in their new career and everything's going so effing swimmingly. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and it's, hey, man, you can't come to work. Uh, Sorry, everything's on hold for a little bit. Yeah, it's super duper unfortunate, man. I mean, I was doing a lot of stuff. I was working crisis matches. I was working with a lot of good coaches. I was. Doing a lot of good things, hitting the road, paying my dues, setting up rings, tearing down rings, working security, having a good time. And then uh, the Rona came around and ruined everything. Uh, The Rona is so disrespectful to me and my career. I mean, seriously, don't they know? Doesn't the coronavirus know who you are? Exactly. I'm the main event. So the the, the Rona made it so that, like... Yeah, I'm probably going to get a month off of work with, and still get paid, which is cool, you know. As long as there's you don't lot, get it. <laughs> there's a lot of shittier circumstances around the world for a lot of people, including my own family. Like, they're in shitty circumstances right now. You know, uh, uh, the bunch of people that, like, waitresses and yeah. bartenders and stuff, they're screwed right now. You know, uh, like, but I'm in a pretty good circumstance. But it sucks because, like... I was looking forward to working, like going and trying to re- uh, work at Access. You know what I'm yep, saying? Like, yep. I was I was looking forward to being on the Coconut Tour very soon. You know, I was looking forward to a lot of different things. And now, you know, I'm probably not going to be able to go to work for a month. What I'm mad and, about most, by the way, is and, that they they already announced that WrestleMania was moving. Because I was how I was going to start this conversation with you is by saying, AJ, what are they doing about WrestleMania? Just to piss you off. That was the plan. Unfortunately, they took that away there from were, me. There were, there were, I mean, I the whole time, like, as everything was building, I was like, damn, man. They're doing the damnedest to try to keep this open. But right. It's just, there's, it, it's no, just it's, not going to work. It's just the reality. I, I, I assumed, like, obviously, like, dude, I tell people all the time. People are like, people like DM me, like, yo, what's going on, bro? I am not. I don't know. A damn thing. You're not quite at management level yet, is what you're saying. 
Dog, I like I don't even know when I'm debuting. People right. are like, yo, are you gonna cancel Mania, bro? I'm like, I have no idea, dude. Like Right. Right. <laughs> like I don't I, I don't have the slightest clue. But I assumed that they would postpone it because it's so much, you know, it's big money. When they announced that they're just gonna do it from the PC, I figured that was an option, but I was like, yo. I was actually genuinely shocked they went with that. Option. I was stunned too. I was stunned that was the route they went instead of just trying to put. I guess the problem is now we just don't know when you'd be postponing. Like it's easy to say just yeah. postpone it, but like. Well, there's there's a there's an extra rumor out there. What? Um, about that? I don't know if we want to wait till after yeah, AJ is gone maybe, to maybe talk we, about maybe that we wait kind on, of stuff. Maybe we wait on that. I just I think there's a real problem right yeah. now with everything, which is like, okay, so you're gonna postpone it till when, right? Like the Kentucky Derby is like we're gonna postpone till September. Like everybody's sure. That we're all gonna be good by September? Are we all certain of that? Like at the moment, yeah, the Rona might be a no. the horse. We're not certain about anything. Right? Correct. Exactly. What, it's funny, by the way. Um, no, I mean that's just where we're at. So I get that they're sort of in the spot that they're in uh, as a wrestling company. You, you have to move forward and figure out what your strategy is. I get it. I totally understand. But shout out to WWE for literally being the last form of live entertainment in the world. I mean, it is kind of crazy, dude. It is really crazy that this is it. That's all we got at the moment is what WWE is doing. Let me let me talk about a couple things specifically, AJ. First of all, just for you, like it's been about a month since we chatted with you. The the coolest thing, the most crazy moment that you've experienced like being down there, being around the people that you're around, being literally standing outside the ring at NXT at the Performance Center last week like Give me the craziest thing that's that you, that's happened to you so far that doesn't give any way any secrets. Dude, last week at NXT, like, yeah. so they did NXT at the PC, and um, mind you, like uh, all the guys that aren't on TV, we all had to like help set up the uh, help break down the rings that are in the PC, and then uh, you know paying the dues, brother, good brother, and. Uh, uh, then they set up the rings for the show, and then they did the the, the fan appreciation night. And because I'm still paying my dues, brother, I had to work uh, security in the parking lot on the way there. And this is right when Rona was starting to bubble, 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 bubble. <laughs> so I saw plenty of people that like were our fa- fans of mine that knew who I was um, from just working the Indies in Florida. And being around NXT a long time, that would come up to me, and they would get the uh, the the slap the I'm oh, sorry the slap the leg five like Adam Cole and Ricochet yeah, did yeah, on, yeah. on the WWE Network, right? So then about half hour before the show, they're like, "Hey, we need you to come inside and watch these seats. Make nobody make sure nobody sits in them, unless we tell you that we want them to sit there." So I'm like, "All right, cool." Yeah, whatever. Because I'm thinking that I have to leave at 8 o'clock. I'm thinking that's like the... that Like at 8 o'clock when the show starts, I got to get You're out. Guy. Right. I'm thinking. Right. right. So then 7.55 rolls around. And they're like, oh, you can leave or you can stay and sit wherever you want and watch the show. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So I posted up right in the middle yo. of the ring like right in front of hard cam so i'm not on the shot and i watched the whole show and it was epic it was a dope show and then it ends 
with Tommaso and Johnny Gargano. And if you watch, you can barely see it on the like WWE.com exclusive. But I'm actually in the background, like helping them with Johnny, like trying to make Tommaso like break it up and shit. Yeah, that's so like, cool. Oh, that's I wasn't so one cool. Of the guys, I wasn't one of the guys that he punched, but like it was like uh, I was like there in the middle of all of that. Yo, because when whoa. they when they jumped off and went through the table, like it was next to where I was sitting. <laughs> By the so, way, that was one of the best segments oh, that it, NXT oh, has done incredible. in the history of the show. It was incredible. No, and it's so fun. It's so funny because like the moment. So just to let you guys know, like. Uh, like the, there was, there's supposed to be a tryout the next day. They got canceled because of the Rona, right? Sure. And, and uh, like all, like SmackDown ended up being there. The moment Tommaso threw that weight through that mirror yeah. in the weight room, I was like, oh, so everything's canceled and everything's gonna yeah, be we're not in going my to work mind. tomorrow. Right? Right. <laughs> in my mind, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, everything's canceled. Yeah, 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 they're not doing this if we got to show up tomorrow <laughs> and work in here. Like, that's not happening. You didn't have to be one of the ones that, like, go clean up the glass afterwards, did you? No, no, yeah. no. I ain't. Yeah, they're, when, they're, like, when, they're direct, when they're directing that segment, they're probably like, hey, uh, question. Uh, do you think there's going to be practice here tomorrow or, or training? No, we're probably going to be closed for a month. All, All right, right, guys. Let's go fuck some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> And the crazy part is this, though. So now that Mania is at the PC, like, that's the groundwork that they laid that what can be done at the PC. Wait wait till you see, wait till WrestleMania and it's Edge and Randy Orton last night. Oh, right. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Oh, it'll be insane. No fucking question. Plus, I mean, and we still don't know exactly how this is going to play out, but, like, if the thought is that TakeOver is going to happen at the PC, too, and they've already done that with Gargano and Champa, like, Jesus Christ, where do you go from yeah. there? Um, yeah. so, I'm very you got to do a parking lot match, right? Yeah, something like that, right? So, so AJ, just let's think about this, though, right? Like, full, Go full Go Dust Roddy Piper. I love it. If I had told you 20 years ago, dude, one day you're going to be involved with a real, like, just in the periphery. Like, you're going to just to be, like, standing and sort of yelling at guys as they're part of one of the biggest storylines in all of professional wrestling. And if I had told you then that's the most you're ever going to do in professional wrestling, you probably would have said, like, holy shit, that's incredible, right? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well, you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to be, be a little more, bit more I mean, hyperbolic I, I be, about I've that, been, though. You got to realize gonna, something, man. Yeah. Everything, uh, my whole I, life, like, I know. I've accomplished everything okay, I've ever wanted But to for do. every other reasonable person on the planet, <laughs> motherfucker, that yeah, would be. But I, you're right. And every other reasonable person ain't me. I ain't reasonable. I know, and I understand I'm you're gonna. AJ, that's why. That's I, why I do all these things that are ridiculous. I know that you're gonna accomplish way bigger things. I understand that. I'm just trying to put it into perspective, bro. Like, yeah, I'm, and I'm giving you my actual perspective of y'all. <laughs> he's the main event he won't, plan. He won't. He won't. He won't. No he's less. not gonna fucking sell for me at all. He's gonna fucking no sell the no, shit out of me. I'm not. Honestly. I'm not putting this over. I really, I just asked him. But I'm going to add to it that you were standing beside the most important story line in professional wrestling right now in maybe. The rest of us. Maybe top five. The rest of us would shit our pants to be in that situation. I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Pretty cool. I want to be one of those. I know you do, and you're going to be able to be one of those guys. I understand yeah. that. I am accepting all of that. No, it's the, if you'd have told me, like, the coolest thing to me is the fact that, like, I used to watch Tommaso Ciampa uh, at Ring of Honor and do Burns Arena yeah. in, in Baltimore, like, for years. Right. Watching right. him. If you'd have told me that. One day I would be on the periphery of a storyline with him in WWE. I'd be like, Tommaso's in WWE? That's and it's dope. And it, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a good build. That was a fucking good build and great swerve. I've got to give you credit. That was Mark Henry esque, motherfucker. Well done on that. <laughs> yeah, I was, that was, I was a... getting so hyped that Tommaso was in WWE. <laughs> like, if you told me in 2010 that when I was 2010, 2011, when I was going to Rick and that Tommaso Ciampa. And, yeah, and Adam Kevin, Cole and Kevin Steen and, and Kevin Owen. Yeah, right. El Generico. Like you, well, Generico wasn't there when I was going. Okay. But like, like if you would have told me that those guys would be at WWE, I'd be like, all right, bro. Yeah, sure. That's why they're wrestling Rhino. Like in the Ring of Honor. By, yeah. by the way, not just in WWE, but they are WWE right yeah, now. Yeah, they are the, the like the two top guys on NXT right. and one of the top guys. On the main roster on Raw, and by the way, since it's official, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins is my pick to steal the show. I can see that. Absolutely, I could see that. I absolutely could see that being the case, man. Like that's nobody's arguing with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. That's a thumbs up from everybody, no matter how you feel about anything. Like Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is a home run fucking type of match. Um, would be nice if it was happening in front of 70,000 people, but it's just where we are, bro. It's just where we are and what we got to do. Um, but I'm, I don't think, I don't, I don't know if they're going to let people like, remember when they did the halftime heat? Yeah. And they, and like, they let like, they let like workers and like, they, like the crowd was like workers and they're like friends and family. So, so let's go through the, the so I been hope a, that, that I have no idea if this is the case. Right. I, but I hope that's what they do for WrestleMania because I would love to be in that crowd. Could you imagine, right? could you imagine the one year that WrestleMania is only in front of like 20 people that you would get I to I still be, get to go? Right. Could you fucking imagine? <laughs> that's bullshit. That? <laughs> like. And make it, make it. Make it six of the last seven WrestleManias, and the, it would have been this one and the last one. I didn't even try to go; it was just dropped. Yeah, in my yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this one, and nobody had to get cancer this time. They just had to get the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last year it was cancer. Damn. So these, I just need to get more friends with debilitating diseases. <laughs> I'm working on it. Cancer got me to last year's mania. Coronavirus probably gonna get me to this year's mania. Hopefully, uh, like, damn. So how has that worked so far with SmackDown and Raw? Like, have you guys have been told stay? Like, have you just been told like stay away from altogether? Bro, I haven't. I'm, I haven't been. Like, I haven't been there. Like, yeah. it's literally like WWE is doing a very good job of like quarantining off like the people. Like, they're only using the like they say essential personnel. They are using essential personnel like there are plenty of people that have not been in the pc at all but you're like, working recently. but the, it's not unreasonable to think that like for wrestlemania yeah they might want to do why, that's why it depends why on I, state regulations right not like, to mention if, 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 if wrestlemania is two weeks away so that's two weeks of them doing this making sure showing like oh you know we've been able to quarantine this every person that comes in the building gets right, tested like right. blah, 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 blah. Right. like yeah, so they'll be able to probably pull it off because 
everybody that's coming in the building is going to get tested anyway that day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's if, like, you're, if you're a performer, you're definitely, I get it. I get what you're saying. So it just might be that for trying to pull off what they want to pull off for WrestleMania, they'd say, hey, we need at least a couple of people here. And you could almost make it so that, hey, like, we're not, we're still not like fans in. We just need, how many, how many people can even fit in that room? Like a couple hundred? Um, no, I think it's like 500 people. Okay, so like 500 people. So maybe it's not 500, but you say, hey, we I need... Mean, it looks comparable to Full Sail on, the, on TV. It, uh, looks it a... does on TV, but it's not. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's not, but I mean, it, what, what, I think I heard Full Sail only holds 1,000 people or something like that. Yeah, so it's like, uh, like the, the, the thing that I think they're going to do, though, if I had to bet money, if, uh, is that like they're going to like come up with like some structures to like block off some of the seats that are available now probably get like one or, if this is all just me thinking this right, I have no right. idea but like this is uh, I'm thinking they'll probably have like a, if they wanted to do that like they might be like fuck it let's go and have uh, let's have an empty Wrestlemania I have no idea but if they're not I'm thinking they're probably going to try to have like 100 to 200 people in there make those 100 200 people look like 2000 people well, that, that's if they're allowed. That's that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, I think that I, you can't I, broadcast. Like, you could pretend you could do that if you're on the DL, you know, right? If there's a regulation, you could put 200 people. But if you're broadcasting that shit <laughs> nation know, worldwide, it's like it's, like, it's it's like, but there's more than probably at Netflix headquarters right now. There's more than 200 people, right? And that's the thing. That's it's what not I'm talking. The same thing, though. but no. But you can it say is. no. You can say, hey, we're not having a gathering. We've got 200 people that work here. That we need. We need. Yes. We need 200. Gathering work. is is what you're saying. That's R- a gathering, right? What I'm saying is no. like no, but but I think you can pull that off for wrestling. Like you can say, hey, th- these are employees. These are not fans. This yes, is not. They're all all employees, and also on top of that, I don't know if you know this or not. But Donald Trump is in the WWE Hall. It of is. Fame. It is a good help to have. There is. I, I'm just saying it right now. We're at ten people. I understand yeah, that. But, but it's not. It's not fans, bro. Like it's people that when we right. come in the building, they want to check our temperature and make sure that we do. They they're going to go the extra mile, and they're all employees. There's is a what I'm there's thinking. a difference between inviting like regular people, civilians. To come in right. and watch to an event, and saying, "Hey, in order to pull off our production, we need a certain number of employees here, and those employees are allowed, you know, to sit in the crowd while they're working an event." Something. Also, by the way, guess what? Tough. Also, by the way, I'm gonna to, just to get this passed through. I'm gonna call my friend who is literally the president of the United States. Right, and say, hey, if somebody gives us shit, we need you to help us out. Like, something like that. Um, so let me talk about this real quick. We have heard that there's been, like, you know, you can speak to this. If they came to you right now and said, AJ, we need you to have a match on NXT because we're just down numbers-wise. Like, nobody wants to wrestle. We heard that, like, Leo Rush has said he's not comfortable with wrestling right now with everything going on. If they came to you and said, we need, now, I guess it's a little bit different because it'd be your first match, and so what the fuck, you jump through every hoop to get there. But, like, your comfort level with the idea of, like, wrestling while this is going on. Bruh, I am not worried about that Rona. I have to, everybody else is shut down because they're scared of what is going to happen. Like, I am not of an older age. My immune system is firing and kicking. 
I know all the symptoms. So if I did get that Rona, I would know it and I'd be able to treat it before I probably wouldn't even have to go to the hospital. Like I would know what it is. I would know how to treat it. I would, I got all the, this, the, the essentials that you need. If you get it, like I would work today if they let me, you know what I'm saying? I hear like, you. I hear you. I, you, would, like, you. And not even just well, for a TV match. Unfortunately, the Rona is shutting everything down. But at the same time, clearly the Rona is serious. I'm just not scared of it. But it's very serious because it's St. Patrick's Day and they closed the pubs. Right, in, in Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Like, I, I hear you entirely. Um, but you're saying, like, you would you would just be okay going and, like, working today at the Performance Center. Like, this isn't even about, like, I do it to get a TV match. You would just be okay going to work. Yeah, I'm not worried about that Rona, dog. Like, if first of all, if I get it, I'm going to beat it. <laughs> like, I'm not worried. It's a upper respiratory flu and a lower respiratory flu. Like, like it's, 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 it, it may, it'll make you weak and you have a cough. But if you just chill and take all the right vibes, you know what I'm saying, you'll be fine. Um, I mean, I don't have a weak immune system, so it's different. And I wouldn't be, I wouldn't spread it with anybody because I live by my damn self. And you get the sense that most other wrestlers feel the same way that like they're they're. I honestly a- have, I honestly have no idea. Okay. Uh, like I, li- the one thing about this is that everything's been sectioned off, so I've only even seen like the guys that I actually hang out with outside the PC. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. I got so you. like, and all I mean, all of them ain't scared of that running either. But you know, it, it, it's just. We don't have a choice in the matter. The oh. CDC said stay your ass home, so that's that what you got to do. It's what you got to do. It's the way it goes. So obviously, we got to talk about top flight security. Oh yes. I mean, it's amazing. It's- Wait, before we talk about that, we have to talk about Stone Cold Day video. Every everybody, <laughs> anybody who uh, who likes life needs to likes life <laughs> who needs to go to AJ's Instagram. And watch his Stone Cold Steve Austin Day video. It's quite good. It's quite good. There's no doubt. About I had that. such a shitty weekend and day because of this bullshit that's that's happening and screwing up my not entire great. Work not great day. for your. That line was of my business. one moment of joy yesterday. Can I give, you, give me a hell yeah? Hell yeah! Yeah, I mean the video is like I woke up. I, I, I've, so this week is going to be Frank Style 89. So I've literally edited 89 videos in the, in the last 89 weeks. Oh, wow. And like put them up together. Like, I've edited so many videos that I've just gotten really good at editing videos, right? So now I get bored and I'm like, want to make videos. And literally, I woke up yesterday. Like, I, this video was shot, edited, and posted yesterday, right? So... I uh, woke up yesterday, remembered it was 316 day, threw my Austin 316 shirt on, and then just came, I knew I had to go to Costco, so I was like, came up with this idea to, like, uh, be Stone Cold in Costco, and, like, it was just, it came off so much better than I even intended it to, like, I knew I played good Stone Cold, I watched a lot of Stone Cold, but it's just, it was just funny, because people would obviously see what I was doing, and Stone Cold's a cultural icon, so, like, People would say what when I was doing things in the store. Like we didn't get it on camera, but like like people knew what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? And it was funny. Um, that video is awesome. But to all the top flight security videos are dope. See, the, the one thing about the Rona is we didn't know how long we was going to be quarantined. 
So uh, we got a bunch of top flight security videos already done that I'll just be putting out oh, week dope. after week. That's cool. Yeah, but the, the top flight, the, the we just did the first one of training day. We did four of uh, Friday after the next. The Friday after and next stuff was incredible. It was it just wonderful. I mean, it was. That's what the, the, it was funny because I play a really good cube and he was really good at playing day day. And it was just, it was just, the, those videos were awesome. But like this training day videos that we have, like the next two videos on the drop are, are the two best videos we've done. And, and it's not close. It's like, they're so funny. That's awesome. And I, I can't wait for those videos to drop. Um, like I spend a lot of, I spend a, we spend a lot more time on like coming up with these ideas than it takes to actually like shoot them and edit them because like when we shoot it, it's just so funny and it's like easy to piece together. So it's like uh, when we come up with the idea, we run down the whole script, how we're going to do it. And then we just go out and we, we literally just play the roles. And we're already talking about what we're going to do after training day, what we're going to do after that. We'll probably do some rush hour. Oh, uh, so, and it's funny because Sydney, the other guy in the training day that's group, not, that's Sydney Bateman. Tell me about him. He uh, was in Cirque du Soleil. Uh, he's an acrobat, as you can imagine. Yeah, he can do all types of weird body flips and movements and stuff. So he's when we do rush hour, he's perfect for Jackie Chan. And then I'm a giant idiot, so I'm perfect for Chris Tucker. And <laughs> and, and like it. The cool thing is that I think, I don't know, like, some people might not notice it. Obviously, you guys do because you're wrestling fan. But, like, we make it about wrestling. Like, it, they're funny videos and they're parodies, but they're wrestling parodies. Like, we're using wrestling jokes and wrestling references because, like, we want this to, like, this. we do this for the wrestling, like, the wrestling community. And it was so funny, like, seeing people who, like, Watch the videos. They're like, "This is I don't get any of these wrestling jokes, but the the, the this video is still funny." And Dude. that that's how I know that we're doing a good job. No, there's no doubt. And we've seen uh, uh, former Morgan State Bear Jordan Amagbahin, uh in a few of them as well. Yep, yep. Jordan is uh, the new. He's the he's the the new big bad. Uh, like I'm going to the the, the the I don't want to give away what we're doing for training day, but like. It was so funny because we did the episode with Jordan where he like bullies us or like beats our ass for not paying our dues, and then uh, and then like the next episode we're like trying to avoid him, which is funny. And then like so I'm about, I just all now that I'm Denzel in Training Day, I'm like talking all this tough stuff, and it's gonna end up with me and Jordan having to face off. It'll be funny. That's cool, man. Uh, it's fucking great. It's really really great. And of course you can go see it in AJ's Instagram and. Like, just take me through, like, the, the WWE embraces this stuff I'm imagining, right? Like, clearly, part of the reason you do this stuff is it helps you get over, right? Like, it, it's a it's a level to your character, but, like, I, they want you to be doing it. They, they're, they're down with this. They think it's a cool thing, right? Uh, honestly, I haven't talked to any, <laughs> anybody that, from the company about it. Well, like, I mean, like, you're doing I it on location and shit. The, yeah. Uh, well, we only did, we did one. We did one at the show. Yeah. And, and that was because, like... At that show, at the Tampa venue, like, where we have to do security, you it's not, like, by where the ring is. So, like, we can't see the show anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, we have to, like, we have to... So, we just, were just bored. And that's why we <laughs> shot... The, the, literally, 
literally the first the first top flight security video we were just sitting there wanting to watch the show and we couldn't because we had to be posted by the door which was not where the the arena was uh and where the venue was and we were just bored and that's how we came up with the idea to shoot the first top flight security video every other video since then we haven't shot at a wwe event we've shot at like okay we've shot it like in the parking lot of the pc okay, okay, okay. or at my crib or, you know what I'm saying, like, in my car. Right, right, right. Like, I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I got like, you. but, like, so, like, um, you know, uh, I, it was funny because Coach Bloom told me that he thought the videos were funny. So that oh, was cool. That's dope. That's dope, man. Of one course. time, one time, he, like, we were talking before a show. I don't remember what show it was. Been to so many shows, setting up so many rings recently. Um... And uh, he was like, yo, just so you know, somebody showed me the top flight security videos. And in my mind, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, the head coach is bringing this up to me. He's probably going to be pissed. Like, we're just trying to have fun. And right, not, yeah. You know, he's like, hey, man, just so you know, I thought it was funny. He's like, just make sure they like, you don't count. He was like, Make sure you don't compromise what you're supposed to be doing when you're working security. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, don't worry, we don't shoot them here anymore. That was just one time thing. All right. He was like, all right, cool. He was like, yeah, those are those are really funny. Oh, it's cool, man. That's that's so cool. Yeah, Bloom's pretty cool, I man. Love, I mean, I love that. I Bloom, love that. Bloom. For is those that don't cool know, to explain me. to people. You say Bloom. There's probably somebody who doesn't know who Matt Bloom is. So explain. Coach, well, Matt Bloom is former Lord Tinside, yep. former Prince Albert, uh, former Sweet Tea. Um, he's the head coach, uh, in the performance center and, uh, he's been pretty, he's been pretty cool with me since I got there. Like, um, I can see that he has like thoughts and ideas and plans for me. That's cool. Um, he goes out of his way to try to like coach me up differently than other people. Like I'll have a match and, you know, other people will be like, yeah, you really good job. And like the match was good, but like Bloom will come to me and he won't say that like the match was bad or blah 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 but he'll he'll tell me how to accentuate what i'm doing you know what i'm saying like he wants he he sees that the pie is baked and he wants to add the topping to it to make it a dessert you see what i'm saying like he knows like he knows how to add those little flares and stuff and he likes big dudes i mean he was a big dude and, and, he was, a, and was a football player too obviously yeah exactly so like um, it's cool, you know, that I get to work with him because, uh, I mean, he's, he, he, I mean, he's been, he's been cool since I got there. Like, that's awesome, man. Usually, usually head coaches, except for every other head coach I ever had, except for coach Gruden in DC. Like I didn't even talk to them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like barely talk to them. Like, because most of the times head coaches are just like, the last thing I want to do is talk to you and then get fired. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, that's cool, dude. It's really cool that you got that relationship with them. Uh, the videos are great. Uh, they're all. I gotta. You, by the way, the stuff that you're talking about doing, like setting up the ring, doing security, stuff like that. Like, does Timothy Thatcher have to do that stuff? Does, does, uh, it, like does, Tim actually does do it, and so does that's, so does Killer Cross. I don't know if they have to do it. Like I have to do it, right? But they, but they come and they do it. You know what I'm saying? Wow, like, man. Like. We've heard we've heard stories that like Owens and those guys did it too. Yeah, like I, I mean, I, I don't know, if, I don't know about, 
I have no idea if that's true or if it's not true. Yeah, who knows? But the stories are out there that like no matter who it was, like but Finn like, Balor and people yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like is, like, uh, is the rock and sat through like like rolling through the ring and like all everything. Like the every cool, the real cool thing is that like Killer Cross comes and sets up the ring and stuff with me when he don't even have to be at the show. Wow, you know what I'm saying? So that's like incre- that's incredible. He's what, really what, like I mean I've gotten so so cool with him and uh scarlet just talking with them on the road like picking his brain like trying to see what what he's how he thinks about stuff you know what I'm saying like the cool thing about the wrestling business is that like yeah we have coaches but like everybody's a coach you can sure. learn from anybody sure you know what I'm sure so that's like all i do after we're done setting up the ring is every show i try to find somebody else to talk to about wrestling just get their thoughts on stuff that's so cool, man. That's really, really cool. It's also cool that they just do that. They don't like, you know, say, "Hey, I'm. I don't know if you know, I'm Killer Cross. I don't need to do this shit." Yeah. Like, and that and that's will jump in the. Uh, he'll jump in the. Uh, the. Eighteen uh, wheeler, the the truck with us, to like, because like there's a specific crew. It's usually all new guys that like help unload everything out of the truck, and help load it back in the truck after the show. And I'm one of those guys, you know, Jake Atlas is one of those guys. Sidney Bateman is one of those guys uh, because we're, we're all the new guys. Sure. You know, that's usually sure, how it goes. And Tim will jump right there in there with us. That's awesome, you know? man. God, He's that's a, cool. and, and, the, and that's the cool thing, man, is that, like, people ask me, all, like, I'll, people will pull me aside and be like, bro, you used to play in the NFL. You ever think you'd be sitting here doing all this this uh, this uh, manual labors and everything. I'm like, bro, this is like, I'm gonna be doing this for a couple months, and then I'm gonna get my shot, and then I'll probably, and then I'll be able to do what I have to do, and not do what I'm told to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's the it's every and, and to your point, and what Brandon was business. talking about. It's the it's way it the works. Biz, exactly brother. Right. That's the way it works, man. I'm sure. I you used had... to set up. Hey, I used to set up the ring at Nerd Street Wrestling and yeah. Sausage Castle right. Wrestling. You right. think I'm not gonna step yeah. it up and? NXT, like, come on. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Like, you actually get to set up a ring somewhere it matters, and you're getting, like, a real big paycheck, uh, or a, a decent paycheck, anyway, out of it, man. I hear you. Uh, all right, dude. Well, we're, we're obviously, we're thrilled for you. I hope you can get back to work sometime soon. Um, there's a couple other things that I'm going to address off the air with you that, like, sometimes I see you, like, talking to somebody on social media, and I have questions, and I'm like, I couldn't ask this question on the air, but I just need you to know, like, <clears throat> You you are friendly with some female wrestlers. I can't help but notice. Yes, I am. Um, let's coach. Frankie this. Baby makes the shorties go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Very good. Uh, what do you want to get plugs in for? <laughs> uh, you can just follow me on all social media at AJ Francis four one zero. Yeah, I'm, I mean, with this quarantine, I'm probably going to be doing a lot of videos and and different things. Um, so yeah, just. Just check me out at uh, AJ Francis four one zero on all social media platforms. Oh, one of you, our you also need to stop sending your uh, masked friends to kidnap wrestlers. I stop. wish that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I wish that was me. Although it does fit the. I mean, I've told you guys when I do build my faction, it's black people and Hispanics. That's only. true. You did say that. So, That's a good point. So it 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 could that could have been me. WWE might be building that one for you on Raw. Yeah. 
That'd be um, amazing. Hopefully. Could you imagine? Hopefully. Just send me the letter and I'll be there Monday. All right. No doubt. Tomorrow. No doubt. Um, uh, we'll leave with this. I'm so sorry for what's about to happen next. The show's going to get significantly worse because we're trading AJ for Aaron. I'm just so sorry. And, and a lot more yep. bitching yeah, is going to happen the in the next go. couple segments. Uh, but we'll come back in talk more about uh, what's been going on uh, the week that was in the WWE as we roll along. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. And he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is jobbing out. Mm. Got it. All right. Uh, oh <laughs> I want to ask you a question that can't go on the air. Vent. Can I do it now? Okay. Being stuck at home isn't fun, but Glory Days Grill can help make your staycation a bit more of a vacation. Eating in can be awesome with the full Glory Days menu available for pickup. Lunch and dinner for a few people, the entire office, or your family with curbside pickup and easy online order. Go to glorydaysgrill.com or download the free Glory Days Grill app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Order now and get ready to pick your food up from one of their seven Maryland locations. Glory Days Grill. Great food. Good sports. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton will be back in one second. Aaron Oster has joined the program. I'm so sorry for for that but uh he's here and, wow uh, yeah that's what it is as i said at the end of segment one it's just a significant drop off it's what it go what happens but uh you're here <laughs> aj's gone brandon's back um all right boys look this has been a bizarre bizarre week clearly but it's been a bizarre week for everyone so that's nothing new this is not unique or specific to wwe or professional wrestling um, we know, as we alluded to in segment number one, what they're going to do. This is now the plan for WrestleMania. I, I, I don't think there's any way to criticize at this point. I really don't. I think that at this point it's just a it-is-what-it-is type of situation. I, I don't blame them for hanging on until the last possible second and trying to figure out a way to salvage their, their biggest event of the year. I, I can't be mad about that. Um, they ultimately realized it couldn't happen. They had to do something, as I said in segment one number. Like, this thing we do where we say, why wouldn't you just postpone? Nobody knows when we're postponing to right now. Postponing till November? Maybe. Like, nobody yeah. has a clue what we're well, talking have you read, about. Have you read the rumor, the, the new rumor? What? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. So there's there's a new, lots of rumors. Well, there's a new rumor, apparently, about why this happened and the way it did. What, you know, that apparently there's some chess being played with the insurance company. Sure. Well, th this seemed like one big game of chicken between the city and WWE, because if the city had ruled it off, then they'd get, you know, all of their money from the insurance and they were just hoping the city would step in. And obviously the city well, wanted the money. Apparently, the extra step is that they have to make, and I don't know what the language was, but there was a quote. It was like, a concerted effort to relocate or something like that or reschedule. So the rumor that I'm seeing is that they did this to move it to the performance center. They fully believe now who knows that this is true, but the Reddit person who leaked this has been right about like a million other things. Um, supposedly it's, they are fully expect Orlando now to shut down the performance center 
And that when they do oh. that, then they'll get the insurance money and they have held Madison Square Garden for June 7th, okay. I think it said. Yeah, I've seen that. It, I've seen that Madison Square Garden thing. I, I don't, June 7th might be optimistic. Yeah, I, I, I think that's almost insane to think. Well, that, I like, can tell you right plan. now that events are rescheduling for that time frame because I'm in the middle of that right but now. Nobody People, has a clue if it's actually practical or not. Like, no, 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 no. I, I know. I'm just saying it's, it's like. It, we can all sit here and say it would be crazy to do that, but I can tell you that a lot of entertainers are currently doing that, are rescheduling shows for June and July and that's with all the what, optimism that like, they'll happen. But that's, so it's that's not all that crazy it is. to it's think just that they're optimism. trying that. You it's know? just optimism and nothing else. It's nothing right. more than, like, we hope that could be the case. There's nothing scientifically that suggests of course we're going to be able to do events no, no, on, no. in June there's, at all. Like, there's nothing that would say that. I mean, so, there's no science. There's nothing scientific to suggest that we can do anything in October at this point. Well, yeah, I mean that's fair, except for like in practicality to think that like this is going to go beyond a year is seems crazy. Look, well, um, everything seems crazy. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, this I don't world know does how we can crazy. put any logic behind any of this right now. Um, there's an amount of that, which is why ultimately what they're doing kind of makes the most sense if that's what mm-hmm. they do. Like, is it possible that, that the shelter-in-place order comes, that, that, that it's looking like, like it's happened already in San Francisco? Like, but they can't specifically say we're shutting down the performance center. They would have to make it broader than that. Well, they, if, they can say we're banning any – we are well, straight-up banning anything over 10 right, people, right, which they, would that's my include point. WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's my point. Not the not that I, I don't going after specifically the performance center, but whoa, basically whoa, whoa. shutting every building down. But that's the I, I'm not sure what you mean by like if they could even when they say we're banning banning, even when we say we're banning groups of 10 or more, as AJ alluded to in the first segment, if your office has 10 people in it and and you say we have to have 10 people here, then until they put the shelter in place order, until they say right. we're just going full quarantine in in similar to um you know, sometimes we'll see this with curfews until they say we are literally forcing people off the streets. Right. They can't just specifically try to say we're not going to let WrestleMania happen. Yeah, no, of course not. No, no. I think, I think for this conversation to go for, we need to work. Let, let's work under the assumption right now that it is going to they are going to try to get it in place on that date because if we go down this road this is going to just be a big circular. Which, thing. by the way, I would argue of the two scenarios we're talking about is smarter than the hypothetical thing that's being thrown out there. It's smarter. Well, the hypothetical thing that's thrown out there is only if they shut down. So if if the let me rephrase this, if the laws are such that they can't do what they're planning to do right, right now, but we got it. We got to operate with what we got to operate with. Right. Yeah. Now, right. right. Like, right. It's not smart to hope that it just gets shut down anyway. And we can have this be our fallback plan because what you're leaning to is we don't have a fallback plan. Um. So where we are is, for now, given everything that we're working with, this is the best you can do. I mean, it just is. This is the best you can do. There's no other option here. Um, Other than straight up cancel and try to push back storylines. That would be the other thing. But then again, we get into the we don't know how far you're pushing it back, which is a big problem. Now, if, if, if what you're saying is we're just canceling programming at that point, right? Like, if what they're saying is... Which which you could make a valid argument for after yes. what we saw last night. Well, we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, if the answer is we're just canceling programming altogether, that there will be no Monday night show, there will be no Friday night show, that we're going to go into a turtle shell the way the rest of the world is going into a turtle shell, and right now... That the, that's our new normal, right? Like, that's what we're all dealing with in every aspect of entertainment. 
then I don't know if it's the end of the world if they would do that. If what they're saying is we just are going to pick back up, we don't have to worry about storylines. Whenever programming returns, we pick back up, we go from there, and then we figure out what you know whatever the next pay per view is that becomes WrestleMania. Sure, and it's not obviously in a stadium. It's a you know it's at an arena somewhere. It's like could they do that? Yeah, they could do that. They they absolutely could do that. Um, and we could argue about whether or not that's a better idea. I, I, I do. I think we could argue about whether or not they'd just be better suited calling it all off and saying, look, we were trying to continue to make this work for a little while, but we just can't. And even some people that think that they're going to do this, that they're going to do WrestleMania, believe that like after that they might still yeah. make this decision, that they're going to say, let's get through WrestleMania we put in all this work. Let's have this event, and then once the event is over, maybe we go one more week uh, of programming, and then then we put the kibosh yeah. on it at that point. Um, it's a Brandon, to your point, if what you're going to do for three hours on a Monday night is what we saw, yeah, that, I don't really see what the purpose is moving forward. I don't. No. I that don't. was awful. No. I mean, that was – I mean, a stand, take away the Rey Mysterio match, which I think – By the way – says a. If what? you knew that Rey Mysterio and Andrade were willing to wrestle, why didn't you say let's have them wrestle for an hour? Right, right. Because be, because been opposed I, this to is that. what I'm going to say counter to the point of canceling the programming. Because between SmackDown and Raw, you had people who made you forget there was no audience. Um, Rey Mysterio and Andrade. I never, for, I never forgot there was no audience. I thought I was, did. I was I was wrapped up in the match. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. I was wrapped up in the match. I think it's hyperbolic to say I forgot there was no audience, but it didn't bother me. There was no audience. I guess I should say that. Everything else, it super bothered me. There was no like the promos were really yeah. that Steve Austin segment was. Cri- I was. I, I'm pretty sure he was hammered by that point. Well, oh my! Well, by the way, the whole instead thing, of the Natty premise- Lights or whatever, he's pounding IPAs. So of course yeah. he was hammered. The, but, the, but the premise was bad. I mean, it was. It was well. We got to yeah. do something with Steve Austin, so we'll just have without him. without the a worst. crowd to right. pop Listen, for the glass breaking, and yeah, that was on par with that NWO segment from SmackDown a couple weeks ago. I mean, that was so cringy. Yes. and Steve Austin should be really upset that they put it that him in that segment. I mean, that was just how did he not say I'm not doing this? Like. Well, because nobody's already out there saw him drinking beer and not talking well, you at know all. What? It might be that he was drunk, so he felt he did need lines, and well, those but, were the lines he gave. But that he was given. But there's <laughs> an, but there's another thing going on here, which is like I don't know that anybody's got any better ideas, right? And they that, had, and that's the big thing. And they had marketed and promoted Steve Austin, and they felt confident that having Steve Austin would still get them some eyeballs. Um, you know, I have a theory of what was supposed to happen. I think he was supposed to be involved in the Seth and Kevin Owens. Probably. I think he was supposed to do like a contract or so, like something, some there, kind there of thing. But they were offshore with, with, you know, the sports books having nothing to bet uh, on. They started to really up their wrestling game. And there was a question on who will be the first guy to get the stunner. And Murphy was number one and Seth was number two but the, on the odds but the list. Thing, so that, that's kind of the expected thing. Yes. But if that was the plan, it really doesn't make sense that they would abandon that. I mean, it just doesn't. Like, Well, Seth wasn't there. Yeah, but Kevin Owens was. Well, like, right. You can't, but, have, you can't have Austin stunner Owens. Yeah, he's not going well, to stun Owens. He doesn't have to stun Owens, but they can do something that involves the two of them interacting somehow. Like, you don't have to completely... And this is where it goes back to the problem is... 
the, the creative side of this has been more of a white flag wave than, okay, here's what we got. Yeah, Make it a, really has been. Get a, get a square peg to fit into a round hole. You know what I mean? Like, that they're, they're just saying, look, we can't. We're sorry. We're just going to throw a bunch of things out there. We can't do it. We don't have enough performers here. We don't have enough to work with. We, we just don't got it. I'm sorry. We're going to keep putting programming on so there's something on, but we, we can't help you here. And that's a shame because there you do have talent that's there. Like, if somebody... There are a lot of creative minds that they were told, here's the list of personnel that are going to be in attendance. You've got three hours to work with. Make something work. They would come up with something that would be better than what we've gotten. Yeah. But by the way, like 80% of their performers live in Florida. So, <laughs> like, no, but, but I also get that we're dealing with like who's comfortable doing what right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we, don't, we don't know who's. We don't, you know, as they say, like right now, if you go in the performance center going forward, you have to go through a battery of tests. We don't know if they had those tests for the past few shows. Like, but that's there, makes, there's a lot of things going what on. What makes it alarming to me is that they had two guys that they know have done nothing but put on brilliant matches that we are all raving. They were willing to perform and willing to perform with each other, and they, they yet they didn't think to themselves, maybe if we just did this for an hour, that would actually be good television. Yeah, um, let's show the Royal Rumble for two hours well, instead. And I'm, I, like, I'm get, look, it's not obviously not right for us. I don't know that that's the end of the world that a lot of people are making it out to be. Um, well, especially if they thought that, you know, without sports, there might be more people tuning in than usual and right. they could kind of hype up WrestleMania well, that, in that way. Yeah, it I, wasn't I will say me, this, but I, don't, I didn't hate lot, that. Yeah, that made a hell of a lot more sense than what they did on Friday, well, yeah. which was just show the tag team right. elimination the, the tag chamber match. Like, at least the Royal Rumble is like, again, to what I think Aaron was just saying is like, okay, now we're selling WrestleMania to the people who tuned in to watch Steve Austin. I totally get that. Or we're just right? selling, you know, we, we we think we've gotten a captive audience. We've got content. Let's give them content and hope that that says, hmm, this is interesting. You know, like I. But what I'm saying is who the captive audience was, because obviously you and I saw that and we're like, thank God we can fast forward through two hours on our DVR. Cause uh, I was trying to can... watch live because there was nothing else to watch. And so instead I got to watch Creed 2 last night and then come back and watch the rest of Raw once I realized. I, I was reading there. a book for most of that. Yeah, I mean, it's what it is. But we, we were given a gift last night though what we were given the gift of oscar on commentary well yeah i mean that was brilliant i mean that was the, 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 that the heroes okay. of the week are unquestionably triple h and oscar like there is oh my god the, the triple h first of all yeah amazing oscar being andrade's number one fan <laughs> that is one of the greatest weird things. it was so weird but great oh and of course it, yes Part of me was like, is this them trying to get Jerry Lawler fired? Because you have Rey Mysterio versus Andrade with Asuka on commentary. Good luck, Jerry. Don't say anything that, that'll get you that, fired, buddy. I, I want to know what the thought... Pro like, I loved it, but I'm very curious as to the thought process, exactly why they decided that was a good idea for Asuka. Because Asuka's. they're waving a white flag right now, Aaron. <laughs> no, no I, 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 I seriously think they were fucking with the announcers. No, like, no, like, like there, there's, waving, there's a waving the white flag, but waving the white flag would not to be sent... Not to send Oscar out. No, there. they don't. I, no, I think that was like, watch this. Let's see if they can if they can handle this. And they just send her out there. I I bet you they didn't even tell those guys that she was doing that. No, it's about they're hey, like, we've got Oscar here. We can do something with her. And everybody looking around and saying, we we don't have anything. We don't know what. Well, they've only got seven performers there, so you better fucking do something with her. Like 
I just think that this... I want that every week now. I want, I want well, that doesn't? every week. Who doesn't? Um, this is what this is where we're at. And again, I we can we can go through this and say, does it does it make sense? I I don't know economically what it costs them if they can't produce a show for Fox. The reality was that the Fox show last Friday was very well rated in comparison to other shows. That Se- second been... best of the year. Correct. Um, I I don't I don't know I don't know what to make of this. We're there, there is no precedent for any of what we're dealing with right now. Like nobody has an answer. I feel like, and hopefully as they've had more time to think about it, I feel like they should be able to do more with what what they what they have. I feel like it doesn't have to be this painfully bad when you've got this group of talent there. Um, some people have handled cutting promos in an empty arena better than other people have. Um, Edge was still quite good. I thought the John Cena Bray Wyatt thing was not that bad, to tell you the truth. I thought that was fine. Um, I, thought, I thought that was actually pretty good. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. like it, I thought that was like that was that seemed like a, almost like a uh I don't know what to say, like an art piece or something. Like the Bray Wyatt part of it. Yeah. Like something that, like that. that. I mean you but you also had the Bailey Sasha thing. I, look again. Which, not everybody is handling it well. Although Bailey and Sasha hyping up the crowd coming out was yeah. Was, I was gonna say I feel like a lot of that was, was tongue in cheek, yeah. but it didn't but that's quite okay. come off that way. Yeah, that's what what part of it? Well, just just as it went on, I felt like they're. I, I think they stumbled towards the end, but yes, when they hyped up the crowd at the beginning, it was fantastic. I, I, well, I just like the beginning of Steve Austin was good when he was asking the crowd to give him a hell yeah, like that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. See, but but after after five hours of empty, like that worked perfectly, Bailey and such, because it was the first thing. Having you know Stone Cold do that after five hours of emptiness was like, um, well, and also because okay. because they were they were playing it in, like they were showing shots of the crowd as Stone Cold, and it almost made right. it painful at that point. Where you're like, yeah, you're like, okay, well, I, I, it wasn't painful for for me till he got to the cards, but yeah, I mean that was <laughs> that was unbearable. That was just unbearably bad. Look, I again, th- we can we can have this argument forever about whether or not they should be doing this. I still think that they're capable of doing more with what they have. And I know that part of the problem is figuring out who's willing to wrestle, figuring out what their insurance risks are, figuring out there's yeah. a lot of things that are going into this. And if, here, if here, well, here's another thing that proves that they they weren't even planning on doing that. Uh, they, like Triple H was supposed to be there for one segment, right? And the Apparently, the social media reaction was so strong. That's why they put him on the rest of the... Because they even said he was like, all right, see you later. Like, I know, but that begs the question that, like, if you've got Triple H there, why wouldn't be you be using him? Yeah, yeah, he should be on. I mean, like, it, it, it's baffling. It, it was just baffling to me that they played the Royal Rumble for two hours. Like, I, I, I just... I, I don't understand. Like, if they wanted to cut it down and show, like, a 45-minute version, like, I get it. They don't have everybody there. Like, they need to fill some time. But, like, they have more people than that there. I don't know. Right? I don't know. How many we don't know. Yeah, I don't, that I really might have don't. legitimately well, the been people the people in the back that were cutting promos that did nothing. But, but those people might have said, hey, look, I'll show up to cut a promo, but I'm not going in the ring. I'm not going yeah, I'm in not, somewhere I'm, where I'm not risking coronavirus. Really Kevin Owens that. said that though. I have no idea what Kevin Kevin Owens. I don't know what anybody's saying right now, and I don't really want to. Spe- I just know that it's it's a more complicated problem, sir. Um, than than we want it to be. I, I again, there's a difference between me saying if you had Triple H, and your plan for him was 
one segment on commentary, how does that make sense? Like, that's not even smart. Well, he's always there, right? The run, he's probably running the shows. Well, that's been that's been up and down. We, well, I, mean, there's... I was going to say, he's not on Raw SmackDown. He's generally, yeah. no, not running the shows. Yeah. That's, that's... He's not there in attendance? He's been no, there. No, for... he's down in the Performance Center or out with the NXT or whatever. Well, that's his role now. His role now is yeah, very like specific. he does not have a he does not have a role with Raw or SmackDown. I mean, obviously, when he's there, he's a part of it. But no, he's not at every or I would say even most Raw or SmackDowns. Really, I'm shocked to hear that. I I assumed he would be at all of them. I mean, I I know a lot of times he is out on the Florida circuit with NXT. Oh, like, really? He goes to those shows. I did not know that. I mean, he's. Yeah, I mean, he's. Yeah. That's that's his almost specific role at this point. Is he is literally running every aspect of that? Um, that's his job. But look, you know, again, there's a difference between me saying if you've got Triple H, you should be able to do more with that during the course of your two-hour television show, and me saying, well, I think you should have. A, I understand there are complications that you only have a certain number of people there. You don't know what all of those people are willing to do. And you don't know insurance wise, or just like, you know, doing, doing the right thing by your employees wise, what's smart for you to be doing with everyone at this point, as far as physical activity is concerned, as far as like, Hey, I'm not going to go wrestle, but also like the people have been sweating all over this ring. I'm not really sure that I even want to be in the ring at the moment. Like, there's a lot of things, and you've got to be willing to understand all of it. We know um, there's been a report that Leo Rush has said, I won't wrestle right now. I won't do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Uh, AJ yeah. said, I don't care. I would do it tomorrow if they would let me go to work. It's, it's different for everybody um, in different circumstances, and I understand that, and there's different reasons for it. For AJ, you know, we heard him be more bullish, and I get it. AJ said, look, I live by myself. I'm not really at risk of giving anything to anybody. Like, if they told me I could wrestle, I would go wrestle cool i get that whereas you know there are others of us that would say hey i've got this respiratory issue already or i've got this issue that i'm dealing with already um you know even like well, the other thing is they did say they screen everyone that comes in they, they well they're they're starting to i don't think they had been able to do that for the past but i think here's the here's the other issue if one person on the roster gets it just like it's we over. saw with the nba it's yeah. done i don't know if that's the same i don't know that it's the same I, I guess like that one person have, on like well, you, you can, can just they could just keep quarantining the people who get right, it. like I'm saying like that one person on the roster who gets it is somebody who's not been at these shows for the last right month. okay yeah like, that's why it, you're right it depends but if it's someone who has heavily interacted with other people right like roster. if Andrade if Andrade gets it then Rey Mysterio has to be quarantined the referee has to be quarantined the announcers have to be quar- you know. Selena. <laughs> Yeah, but like that, everybody who's in that but, room. But that's still a fair, and then everyone who talked to if them. He talked right. to anybody backstage. But that's right, still a fairly exactly. small group of people right now, and that might be part of the reason why they only want small groups of people ah, working on these I, shows. That is why. I bet you that makes more is to sense say, now. hey, if somebody does come up with the coronavirus, instead of having to quarantine everyone, we only have to quarantine this part of the roster, and we still have the majority of the roster, the rest of the roster to work with. And that could also play a role into why it is that they're only bringing certain people to each show to say, hey, we're going to have 10 performers at this show, 10 performers on Monday. And that means that, you know, it's only a group of 10 that we would have to quarantine if someone tests positive. Look, man, you know, <laughs> we're I, living in a weird world. That's what we're at. That's what we're dealing with. And yeah. Like, I think that there's still fair fair room for, for criticism or for skepticism or for any of those things. But even within all of that, we've all got to be willing to say, 
this is almost impossible what they're trying to accomplish at the moment and and there is still a great question as to whether or not they should even be trying to accomplish it at the moment and so at at right now yes it wasn't for me that they just replayed the entire royal rumble but i got it i i understood what they were doing I understand what they're again, up against. And after I saw how they handled Raw or SmackDown, frankly, my expectation for Raw was nothing but replay segments. Like, what, after I watched SmackDown, and I even tweeted something about it, I said, they're just going to replay three matches on Raw. That's what they're going to do. Um, didn't SmackDown have two matches, though? Like, live in ring? Yeah. Yeah, Daniel it, Bryan it had the women's tag and Daniel Bryan yeah. Cesaro. Um, okay. I mean, and then yeah. Raw had one match. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, you look, would have... I would have liked to have think they could have had another match, but again, I, I get that this is complicated. Yeah. I get that, like, they, they have to have everybody on board with what they're doing, and I, it's... Ah, boy, this is tough. This is a tough conversation to have right now. It's a really tough conversation to have. Um, what's your gut tell you about... Um, like, so the, the, the rumors have been TakeOver would be the NXT before <laughs> WrestleMania... Like that's, on Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, that, that's been the most consistent rumor so far. That's something I feel like they could push back. Because you, you sent it out on the text, Brandon, is, oh my god, after what they did with Champa Gargano, like, where do you go from here? The whole and, show. Yeah. <laughs> that's yep. what you do. Well, pre- pretty much, like, to me, at least right now, it, they may not have been thinking about it at the time. You can now push that back. You can push a lot of what's going on back because you just had a huge blow off. But back to not a when. <laughs> and that's the problem is when. But it's like, I don't think you need to force a takeover in there is what I'm saying. Well, I, I, the bigger thing is, <clears throat> I mean, it's going to be a problem with any show, but particularly with that show, how much that show is affected by there being no crowd. I mean, that show is much more affected than all the other shows by there being no crowd. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have the same feel as a takeover. You're absolutely right about that. Because I... that's like part of the sh- part of it is yeah. that the crowd's so wild because the matches are so intense. And, you know, like watching that, you know, watching a Johnny Gargano Champa match to- with no people, I mean, it's just like... that, And like, that's my point. It's like, why force it? I think the overall thing of all this is it's a, it's just a big bummer, right? Like, yeah, we're going to watch WrestleMania, but do you think anybody, any of those guys is excited about getting the WrestleMania moment at the no, this performance? No, isn't, this isn't a WrestleMania moment, and it's it's different than anything else. And this is where I'm struggling with this, right? Like, it is a bummer. Of course it is, but it's a bummer for everybody. But it's the question of whether if you can do it, is it a bad idea to do it? And I, I don't have an answer about that. I do think that one of the things that we're forgetting and a couple people have brought up is that these guys have wrestled in empty places before. Um, yeah. Who was it? Th- Daniel Bryan that posted the, yeah. uh, who, who was it? It was like well, they, they, a couple people have Cesaro has done it. But Daniel somebody Bryan like, tweet, no, no, Daniel Bryan tweeted. I think Cesaro tweeted it as well. But who was the one that tweeted out to all the other wrestlers, like post your favorite uh, match with no people at it or whatever. I, I and, don't and all the other wrestlers were responding. Like right. I wrestled in a Kentucky gym to two people, and it was like Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn or something. And to my, to my point, like many but it's people, it's not about them. It's about us, quite frankly. But that, like, well, it's about I, everyone. Because what about like Drew McIntyre? 
Like th- that obviously is going to have a different. Okay, sure. Let's talk. Let's let's pivot to this because we're r- running yeah, out of time on, a little bit. But like, no, I got to finish this thought. I want to finish this thought. Yes. All right. What we're missing is like these these performers are capable of doing good work without yes. a crowd, and they're capable of entertaining people that are watching at home and. You know whether or not the speculation, the numbers were going to be through the roof because it's the only thing on. It's proving not to be the case. But there's still a lot of people that are at home looking for something to watch. Um, when you say you could push it back, yeah, you could push it back. But do you have to? I think that you've got to be willing to say there is. This is far different than there is zero reason to be doing Roman Reigns versus Goldberg in front of no one. Like there's no match yes, there. Yeah. There's no match. Yes. There's nothing to do. The the, the only thing that the only reason for that match was for the pop for the right. dual spears. Ex- and there's no right. pop for the right. dual spears. But for the wrestling matches and specifically for NXT, these guys can do this. They are capable right. of performing at a high level and entertaining us. And is it the same thing? No. It's not the same thing. But it's still something that can be entertainment at a time where we're all looking for entertainment. And, again, once we get past the argument of whether or not they should be doing it for health reasons and all of those things, if they're going to do it, I have faith that Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa can give me something on a Wednesday night where I've got nothing else to watch that will leave me just breath. It'll get, take my breath away. And if they wanted to say, hey, we're going to draw out uh, TakeOver over two weeks. We're going to do half a TakeOver the Wednesday before, half a TakeOver the Wednesday after. I'd listen to that. I think that could be quality and say, we'll do three matches each week, and we'll give you half the card one Wednesday, half the card the other Wednesday. Who's not up for that? Like, who doesn't think that's a great idea? Um, Again, if we're past the health, I just trust these performers more than I think other people do. So two questions. A, let's go back to something that Aaron was talking about on Twitter. If you hold back matches, which matches other than the obvious one of Reigns and Goldberg, which other ones would you hold back? Cena Wyatt. It's your money that's, match and you're making that's no the money other one. off of it. Yep, that's the other one I would have argued too. I, I think I you think can argue as fun. well for you can argue for Edge Orton just because again, you want to make money off of it and you're not making money off of it. At least right now they're not making money off of it. I do I do wonder with all of these networks losing programming yes, there's been if a lot there is some of, renewed interest of that. Right. Yeah, that, I do like too. could you just I agree with could you there. spin WrestleMania to Fox at the last minute? Would they, you know, still there's I've heard a lot about that and they should CGI in the crowd. Well, and that's yeah, like <laughs> I I would do it in front of a especially if they're staying in the ring, do it in front of a giant green screen and put it in front of WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I saw you said that on it, Twitter. I, yeah, yeah, that like, <laughs> that, I, that I think might be a bit much. Um, but you can also just bring the lights down and not make it look quite as awkward that there's no crowd. There's things that you can do. Um, yeah, they like did that on purpose so you could see the empty chairs, which I thought was a well, little awkward. They, well, no, but they were clearly trying to lean into this is an unprecedented yeah. thing. Like I, I get it that we have been talking for a week. There had been this weird, like, what is this going to look like in front of no crowd? Remember when the Orioles played a game in front of no crowd? It was like the most fascinating thing to yeah. the entire world. Well, it was just a baseball game. It happened. The, the it wasn't that big of a deal. Life went on. Like, everything was okay afterwards. It was just something we had never seen before. So, okay, you've gotten through this. You've done the things we've never seen before where there's an empty crowd. Now, maybe try to take some of the attention away from that. And maybe, again, use your lighting in a way that you can't even tell w- that there's no crowd there. Something along those lines. Try to create a more elaborate set 
for WrestleMania so that there's there's something that, that makes it look cool. Whatever it is that you're going to do, if that's going to be the case. But I'm probably with you on those couple of matches. That There's nothing about... I, you know, I, the, I'll argue a little bit on Cena Wyatt just because I do think those guys can put on a hell of a match. Um, it's it's not it's not whether they can put on the match. Every single person on the roster can put on the match. Nope, that's not it's, true. Bill Goldberg cannot do that. Someone, except one person. Well, I was going to say, Roman Reigns spears uh, Goldberg immediately, and that's the match? He can do that. But that, but, like, that... But the point of that is weird in an empty building it, it makes more sense of like the spectacle the spectacle only works in front of the crowd it's exposed when it's not and that was something i was you know gonna bring up when we watched the tag match the, the women's tag match like that's that's the problem with some of the performers is like it works as a spectacle but then some of them are exposed when there's no audience which is why you saw who we saw i think that's why you saw daniel bryan right. cesaro ray mysterio and andrade because you can't see through any of those guys work you know what i mean um so there might be some truth to that when i too. when i argue that a match shouldn't happen on wrestlemania i'm not arguing because they can't do the match i'm arguing because it is more like there is no real reason to do it here, and there is value in WWE to hold it. That's when that's my argument, and that and that that's valid too. Here's the million dollar question, in my opinion, and I think there's a lot to talk about here. How does it change the results of the matches? I don't know. Depends. I, I think I think significantly. I don't know that I agree so- with that, only because I think part of the reason why you do it is because storyline. You say, "Well, we've got to make right. these things. We got to get through what we were going to do." You don't think they're going to? And that would that would be the stuff? and that would be the argument for why you have why Reigns Goldberg can't be moved is because you got to get the belt off of Goldberg. Right, but that's a function. I think some other matches might get punted to to happen again. Uh, you know, like like. The the number one one for me is Lesnar McIntyre. Yes, I think that the, the result is going to change. Like if they if they were going to have Drew win, that's not happening anymore. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I'm I not, think that's fair. I think that would be potentially. I, I hear fair. you. I'm just not quite as confident that they were definitely having Drew. Win right. Either. That's that's the yeah, other thing. Like, but yes, well, like, I'm just was, saying if, if they were. Right. Yes, if Drew, you don't want to have that in front of an empty arena. Right. Now remember, my new my new plan is uh, uh, Lesnar Edge at SummerSlam. So. Uh, that that was what I said, but I'm saying if they were going to put him over, it doesn't make sense to do that anymore. I don't think. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't necessarily again. It just it, it all depends on what they think the pr- product is like. If they had plans for Drew McIntyre right after WrestleMania going forward, and they're still planning on having shows, they're still planning on doing this, they're going to figure out a way to do this. Then yeah. you know I'm not going to argue against them just keeping and going with their plan, but yeah, I, obviously I, everything's I, I so up a, in the air after I made, Mania. I made a joke last night. Um, I was on uh, I was on the radio station in town here, and I was talking about how I feel like I feel like at some point this this year we're all going to have to once we move through this time period. We're going to have to sit back and say we need to ignore what happened during that time period. And I'm not talking about professional wrestling. I'm talking about in life. Life like, in general, yeah. Like, and I made the joke, like, "Hey, we're on the 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 tree of trust, right? Like, if I if I get to a point where I feel like I have to start hooking in order to like help my family, and I'm not trying to be dark about this, but like, there's gonna be a lot of shit that's going to occur because we're just mm-hmm. trying to get by. Like, this there's there's comparables here to the Great Depression. There's com- this is going to be a dark time 
for us. And sadly, there are going to be people that die. Like, that's just the way that this goes. There's a virus. The reason why we're doing all this is because this is a killer virus for certain people. Um, there's a lot of darkness involved with this. And when we get through this, we can't turn around and say, you know, boy, you, you, you know, boy, you really fucked up when you did this thing. Because the answer is going to be, guys, we had to do things that we wouldn't have otherwise been doing. Because just what was going on in the world forced our hand. And I, I'm sort of going to follow up on what you just said, Aaron, which is I kind of don't care what they do right now because it's not really a reflection of what's going on. And in an odd way, if they're shutting down for a month of programming after WrestleMania week, in a weird way, they might be able to just keep the belt on Bill Goldberg and say, we'd rather have this moment happen in front of a crowd. Right. And if we know we're not doing programming anyway – who the fuck cares if Bill Goldberg is still the champion? If we tell him, hey, man, we're going to need you in a month for an event that we're going to do in Houston. You just got to come up and take the spear then. Like, right. n- nothing. Yeah. Every It's almost like we're all going to... This all plays into Lesnar and Goldberg holding the titles for longer. Because if, if there's no events, or if they, if they have to postpone events, or if there's not as many events... There's no, there's less need for, you know, they only, they need less talent, which means they need less champions. So, right, right. It's not the end of the world that you're a part timer. Yeah, everybody, everybody's a part timer at the moment. Exactly right. So, now does that mean that you need to keep the belt on Goldberg? No, I mean, like, I just don't think there's answers to any of this. I think, like, we can all look at this time period and say, none of this counts. (laughs) Like, None of this counts as being Oh, absolutely. I was just talking to an agent I work with, and they they were basically like, this is the Wild West. There's no rules right now. Like, all the rules we normally follow. Correct. Like, some... And and everyone's sort of, like, okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, if if someone pulls a date from me, and I I can see why they did it, we're we're just sort of all being like, I get why you did that. I know you wouldn't normally do that, so that's we're not going to hold it against you six months from now when we want to do business with you again. That you did something that didn't help us, you know, like every right. You can't. I'm not going to hold this against you when things are back to normal. Exactly. Everyone is just trying to survive at the moment. Like that's we're we're all in survival mode right now, and so whatever they do, like I'm, I still am not okay with the way that we got to this point. Right? Like I'm not giving them a pass for. You know, building up two championship matches that had no build for WrestleMania, like that—that that doesn't get a pass because they did that before there was a coronavirus. Right. But at this point, whatever they do, okay. <laughs> like, we, we kind of yeah. just have to live with it at the moment. And if 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 they do do Raw SmackDown and it's a recap show every week, yeah, okay. like it's it's what it is. Like I I'm not. Well, but if it's a recap show and we still get what we've been getting, which is Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro yeah, and Rey me, Mysterio right. versus that. Andrade, Sweet. even better. Yeah, give me you know? more of that. It's just sort of, I, I think they can do better, but I'm not mad at them because I know that this is a far more complicated situation. Um, at some point, somebody's going to tell me I can't come to the studio anymore. The, the shelter in place order is going to go into effect for me too, and when that happens. There's not going to be a jobbing out. And, like, that doesn't mean that we don't want to do the show. It doesn't mean that we're not. We will find a way. We, we will. can do a show. I mean, I we don't, will find I don't a way. think you understand. I don't have internet at home. I live in oh. a place where there's no internet. Then that's a problem. Yeah, that's, that's the reality. That's kind that's, of an issue. That's the only reason why I'm still in the building is because I don't have alternative options. When everybody's talking about how radio hosts can all do their shows from home, I'm like, not me. Not, unfortunately, because of where I live. It is not an option for me. That's just the reality of what we're dealing with. Um, you know, it, this is this is where I'm at. 
Um, can can we bitch about something actually wrestling well, hang on. and caricature wise? Hang on, real, real quick, because the other yes. the other thing for the WrestleMania weekend is that oh go go no you go first. Yeah. Well, the, the 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 question now becomes what to do about the Hall of Fame, and one of the theories that's been thrown out there is just move everything to SummerSlam weekend and just that. do a Hall of Fame ceremony on Thursday night of SummerSlam weekend. The other theory that's been thrown out is you just turn um like the Raw and the SmackDown, Smackdown around yeah. um those shows into the Hall of Fame ceremony. I again, I'm gonna come back I think, to. I, I, I'm gonna say this. I think you're fine if you do that to SmackDown because what in, on earth are you gonna do on SmackDown that week anyway? It's the Friday before WrestleMania, and they're already like you could argue you could do WrestleMania tomorrow. Like there's nothing left to do on programming um, before Wrestle. I mean, do you guys think there is? Well, like, if we're, if I mean, we're there, assuming there are no depends more. Depends on how long WrestleMania is, and if they want to have all the matches they were planning on. Having. Well, and I think, right, mo- but let's just assume the show is going to happen as is or whatever. Like there's not really, I mean, there's, they're going to announce a Daniel Bryan match of some yeah, kind they'll, or whatever. They'll, they'll, the IC title, the, all the titles that aren't in play, they were presumably going to announce. I, that, right. that part is where I would say, I think you take those other matches that you were going to make and you do that on Raw and SmackDown around WrestleMania that you, you maybe call it WrestleMania week or something like that. But I actually think there's an argument to be made, and because well, there, this we should this all, is the first year we've had Friday SmackDown right, before but WrestleMania. I, but I think we right? should we should all be on board with the idea. There is look, it's it's a bad idea to be doing seven hours worth of WrestleMania to begin with. This is an un- would be yeah. You can't do that. You cannot do all of the matches that you want to do at WrestleMania. You can't. You've no. got to cut. There better Either not way, be a battle. Th- there better not be a battle royal. I, I personally, oh my oh, god, I personally think turning SmackDown into the Hall of Fame is a turnkey move. I think, I think you could just turn that key. You consider the Raw, you know, the SmackDown, and then the Raw coming up as the two go home shows because I, that go home SmackDown is going to be painful. If I it's get not what that. you're saying, Brandon. I, and I would say there's, there's a twofold issue to that. Like in a turnkey move, you're saying it just, that's the way it's going to be moving forward. Um, because you're going to have this awkwardness of doing a SmackDown two nights before WrestleMania, um, forever. And there is always going to be something awkward about that. Um, I still, I still think they're going to be reluctant. I still think there's going to be some reluctance from Fox because you're not always going to be able to guarantee, like, loaded Hall of Fame classes. Well, not just that, but, like, especially for for this one in particular, is everyone going to be able to make it? Oh, because they're all old. Oh, shit. Old people. You got one coming from Japan? Um, It's a fair question. It's a fair question, and I don't know the answer to it. Um, like, yeah, British Bull. I, I don't know where British Bulldog's daughter is living right yeah, now. I, I don't know. She either. presumably wouldn't be able to make it. Well, I guess what I would say. Well, his son lives in Florida, right? Yes. Or at least one. But, but it, se- it seems like they're really kind of pushing the daughter aspect yeah, right now. Well, Again, they, they can change that. But So there's a, okay. cu- there's a couple things I would say. Um, I, it's. Boy, this is all. This is so stupid. It's a TV show, right? That's all the Hall of Fame is. Yes. Right. So they could just broadcast it from wherever the people are. I mean, it'll be it'll be yikes, but it'll yeah. And that's the thing. It's so yikes that uh, you wonder, like, should they should they just do it at SummerSlam? And that's where you would say, if it's just a TV show, you should just be doing the best TV show that you can possibly do. And you can't do a good TV show this way. Like, you can't. You can't make this a good TV show. 
and this is only a TV show, so that's the best argument for moving it to SummerSlam week. The best argument for doing it now is you've got programming to fill, and this is something that can help you fill that programming. And so I get why they would want to maybe do it now. But again, if, if we go back to trying to cut WrestleMania and move like tag team title matches off, stuff that hasn't been announced as of yet, right? I think that you can fill a lot of programming around WrestleMania and we've seen them do this by saying, you know, this match has been moved to the Raw after WrestleMania and still sort of making it seem like it's a WrestleMania. I think that they can do some of that in the coming weeks. And, and other matches they were going to get to, they could then turn into matches that happen on the Friday night before WrestleMania and the Monday night after WrestleMania. And they could sort of call it WrestleMania weekend anyway. Like, we're still having WrestleMania weekend and put the fucking pirate ship up on Friday night, you know, and like do, yeah. do the whole thing and make it all. How, how about like- the, how about this for Monday night? You have a five way match with everyone involved with Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. And then for the first half of the show, the second half of the show is everyone involved in the U.S. title picture. Boom. Yeah. Then you got you got raw now. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I get it. I completely get it. Um. All right. What was the thing that you wanted to bring up, Aaron? Um. So I don't know how much because uh, obviously I only got to do one segment last uh, week. Brandon, are you how still, much? Brandon, are you still there or are you gone already? I've got three minutes. All right, well, four okay. minutes. Your, uh, Undertaker. Your, Undertaker. Get... Thoughts? Oh god, that was awful. Well, I, here's I, the thing: they put them in the put them in a corner where that specifically was awful. But I don't know if you talked about this last week. Oh, you he had can't to do be that. the dead yeah. man. He we cannot did. be the I, dead. I still yeah. disagree with you about that. I uh, could not disagree. Well, we did disagree. talk about that, and I said I know. the same thing. I, I, maintain, I do not agree with you guys about this. I think you're putting way too much. This is the WWE. <laughs> I think they agreed to it. But no, that's made it worse it. is that they agree with you. This is the WWE, the company that ignores everything they ever do. They gaslight everything. <laughs> if there was yeah. ever a time to gaslight something, it would be this. This is the worst time. For them to suddenly care about, like, yeah. staying in storyline. Well, it, it's, I, I'm not going to say it's a good thing, but once you cut that AJ Styles promo, the reason The Undertaker works is it's the one thing where everybody involved, from the fans to the workers to everybody, we're agreeing that The Undertaker, this inherently ridiculous dead man character, is ridiculous, but we're going to go with it. It's the one thing in wrestling we will all 100% agree on. So if one character goes away from that, it falls apart. I disagree. I just you know disagree. You have this. I mean, he looks less old whenever you do the, the Undertaker thing. He looks way oh older. Oh my god! Oh yeah, he's being regular guy. Yeah, my, my wife was freaked out yesterday. And when a regular guy came limping out with the what was he wearing? Like, was that a garter belt or something? No, like, we've seen, it was really weird. We've seen him wear. I don't. I've seen him wear that wearing. before. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, but this is a company that has a history of saying, we can just ignore these things. This is the absolute one they should have just ignored. Just fucking ignore it and move forward with The Undertaker. This is atrocious. It is. And and it was a painful amount of time that he was pacing around in the ring, too. It was almost like he didn't take his pills and he was, like, looking for... Right. And and they, like, I, I don't know where they were going with it. Like the, oh, we flipped a table over, and now it's. They didn't even play it out long enough to really. We're, draw we're going it. to commercial immediately. <laughs> like they, but like the things they tried to sell afterwards were like, well, he was mag as AJ wasn't here. Well, like weren't 
They they didn't tell that story. <laughs> he, he said he's he, mad he because out, wait, the wait, contract wait. wasn't there. Right. His his music was first, and we were waiting for AJ. AJ was supposed to come out, so that's not the story they told. Well, they, no, he said, "Where's the contract? Not where's AJ? Whatever. Where's the contract?" Like, yeah, it, that's that's even worse. But it was so bizarre. Said. It was so bizarre and bad. And again, the only purpose of having the Undertaker in 2020 is for the entrance. That's it. That is yes. the only reason why you would be bringing him back to do anything on <laughs> WWE programming. And you've gotten rid of it! But hey, at least it was the shortest entrance ever for him. That's, but that's the problem! <laughs> he, he ran limp to the ring. There is no reason for this man to be part of your programming if you're not getting that entrance. I it's agree with you. Awful. All right, guys, I'm out. All right, goodbye forever. Love you. All right, bye. Go uh, at, at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Uh, Rams Head Live will have shows again one day. Um, just not today, <laughs> unfortunately. No one else is either. That's the reality. Um, uh, this is, it's un- if this was the plan, if the plan was to, to, to do this as more of a, a work shoot and have him be Mark Calloway, it's, it's – the like, I, I mean, based on they, – they did the promo before any of this happened, so this was the plan. Like, that's so unthinkably bad, I can't put it into words. There is nothing redeemable about having this individual be a part of WWE programming except the argument of the moment. That's right. it. The idea that you would get a moment out of it. Now – if, if we wanted to give them benefit of the doubt and said, well, now that we know there's not going to be 70,000 people and there's not really going to be a WrestleMania, we can mess with it. But to your point, the promo happened before we knew any of that. Yeah, th- th- I, d- I don't believe that for a second. And if they try to spin it that way, I don't believe them. This is unthinkable. This is an unconscionable use of a performer. This human being, this is not, no offense, I lo- God, I love you forever, Mark Calloway. Thank you for the joy that you've given me in my life. But you have But you no, didn't give me the joy. The Undertaker right, gave fair, me the joy. That's fair, but yeah, you're playing the Undertaker, so it's what it is. You yeah. have no business being part of professional wrestling in 2020. You could put anybody underneath that suit that looked like the Undertaker and give that moment and whatever, and now we've got it, move on. This can't happen ever. Ever. It was a bad plan. It was something they should have recognized immediately and said, we can't do this. Pivot away from it. By the way, of all of the nights where you could use a long Undertaker entrance. (laughs) Could you imagine with no crowd and a short ramp, him going five minutes down the ramp? But still, you've got five minutes to fill. (laughs) No, I understand that. I'm just talking about the sheer spectacle of that. But that's the point. Do it. Play into the theater of the absurd. Say we're going to do... Have him walk all around the arena through Correct. the empty crowd. Correct. But he's never, it's never really been about the crowd interaction with the Undertaker's entrance. Well, the, the, the gasp of the gong is a thing. The, the gong and hearing the right. crowd it's reaction has everybody. always been Correct. But you can still... I, I, I think we're underplaying that these things can still work. We can... A lot sure. of A lot of musicals translate into movies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can still do this theatrically and have it look good... And have it still be a moment in a theater concept. The Undertaker's entrance can still work with no sure. crowd. It's there's less purpose to it, sure, but it can still work and be cool. And someone who tunes in with nothing else could still ask their friends, like, "What's this guy going on? Like, what's this all about?" And it can be the Undertaker. And of all of the nights that you could have used, <laughs> killing five minutes. 
when we're talking about using five minutes too, and we're talking about the theatrics, and we're talking about everything, like, and again, and then this goes back to what we've talked about, how they're they're up against it, they're having trouble. Like, don't use the same old format. Do more stuff backstage. Do more stuff creatively. Do more stuff outside the performance center. Right. Like, I agree. It's just I I'm I'm both agreeing with you and telling you that I'm giving them. It is tough. yes, it and, is very and, tough. and that's why I said I get it, but right. If we're doing this going forward, use the Lucha Underground model. Don't go as far as Lucha Underground, but use that model. Go theatric with it. I'm I'm with you. I'm in agreement. I'm 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 in agreement. I think it would be really a cool idea. Again, it's stuff that I I'd like to hope if they do WrestleMania that they will do more of that for WrestleMania. That they have a little bit of time to start formulating a new plan and they will do a little bit of that to try to make WrestleMania look and feel different than what we've been seeing for the last week and what we'll be seeing for the next week as well. Um, there's not really a need for us to go into a third segment right now. Aaron, what no. else was on your docket for this week that you want to cover? Um, I do. I mean, I, I think most wrestling fans are aware of this, but I do just kind of want to give a, a mention to, you know, all the independent companies around WrestleMania yeah. and just how mo- devastating this is not just for the company around mania but just like the independent scene as a whole like this sucks this beyond sucks and you know i i don't know if you saw the thing with wrestlecon it, it's kind of blowing up right now yeah they're in a battle with marriott look i i think that again i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go back to what i said earlier i think this stuff is a little there's a little more gray area here than we realize there is like there might i I've, if you're not familiar wrestlecon you know informs marriott they're not going to have their event and they get this this message back from Marriott that says, well, you know, too bad. You're going to owe us this amount based on what the contract is. And now the entire wrestling community has gone war on Marriott. I understand it. But from Marriott's standpoint, with their insurance company, they might have no other choice than to say, we have to do this. Because we've got to be able to recoup money back from insurance as well. I I don't know that everyone is inherently evil in the moment. I get it. It's easy to point things as being evil. And I think there's still like the guy that's hoarding all the hand sanitizer. The guy's evil. Yeah. There's not really any black and white there. This, there's a little bit more black and white. I'm not telling you that's definitely what's going on, but I do think, as I keep saying, six months from now, there's going to be things we look back on and say, okay, I get it. I get what was going on. I'm not, I can't hold that against you. There's a lot of shit happening right now that is not the way that typical business would go given the circumstances. Yeah, and and I w- I was bringing that one. Obviously, that that sucks, and I do think there is square. And honestly, I do think that at some point, Marriott is like the the overarching Marriott's going to come in and and will work it out because there will be enough pressure on them. Um, but you know, just MCW has to cancel their shows. No you question. know, uh, I was going to a Flying V show this week, had to cancel their show, and um. It, I'm not going to say this is going to change independent wrestling as we know it, but at the same time, like it very well could. We could come out of this, and there are companies oh, that won't be able to run. Th- th- we can't. We can't even hide from that. This is that's yeah. across the board. That's not just professional wrestling, right? Th- yes, we are. We are a wrestling up, podcast, so I'm focusing on that. Right. The yeah. the world is going to look different when this is over. There's just no way of getting around that. We can do as much economic stimulus as we want to do, and send everybody $1,000 checks, there's going to be way more than $1,000 lost by the overwhelming majority of people. Um, we, can't, we can't fix these problems. Um, now, it can drive creativity. It can drive... I am, I'm, you're seeing musicians that are saying, we're going to try to do streaming shows on Facebook, and 
mm-hmm. you know, see what we can come up with in order to make it work. It can drive creativity, and that's a good thing. But economics, there's going to be a lot that's fucked. And you're right. There are going to be a million promotions um, that will not ever happen again. There will be things that we, as a, as a world, we're going to come out of this time period, um, things being far different. Like, there's, it's just the reality of it. And we can't, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I'm just trying to be practical about this. Practically, Aaron, you're right. There will be events that have happened every year at WrestleMania that will never happen again. Like, this, because it didn't go on this year, they, it's going gonna, it's gonna to screw things. It's, we, we can't yeah. pretend like that's not the case. Um, we can all say the right things. Try everything you can to support your local businesses. And, you know, if local businesses, local wrestlers who don't have gigs, like buy shirts. Yeah, if you can, can. if you can. And that's the reality. Like, I would love to buy shirts from all my favorite wrestlers to try to support them. But at the same time, I'm going through. I lost half of my income Mm. as well. I don't get to do play by play for the rest of the year. Like, yeah, there's a lot of us, a lot of people in every business that are going through a lot of shit. And are going to continue to go through a lot of shit. I'd like for you to, you know, let me broadcast. If you're going to be doing a, a Madden tournament right now, let me be your play-by-play guy for the tournament. Because I got a lot of empty weekends at the moment. So, yeah, if you can, yes. Yes. You know. That, that's Yeah, definitely if you can. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if we want to. Do we want to go back? Do we want to talk AEW or NXT from last week yeah, before I mean, the craziness, or is it even worth it? Yeah, I, I don't even know that we that we go there. You know what I mean? Like, I like would, we 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 know Jake the Snake's with uh, Lance, Lance Archer, Archer now, now so yeah. and that's cool. That's that's what I. It's I fine. I don't think we, we we talked about it on the pod. We didn't well, talk about it on no, the podcast when I was here, but that was right. my thought. Yeah, we talked. We did talk about it. My uh, overall opinion was I don't need Jake the Snake right now. I thought he was great. You know, in his first yes. appearance, I thought it was great. But I don't need more regular Jake the Snake right now. Um, no, and and I don't. My hunch is it's a way to introduce Lance to give him the rub and, more and, than. And if that's a really brief thing, I hope that's the case. I don't. I, there's and again, I know. And Brandon alluded to, hey, there was a time where this was what they did is they just had a lot of former wrestlers that were managers, and you know it was yeah. a pretty cool time in professional wrestling. I don't. I don't disagree with that, but frankly, wrestlers have gotten much better on the mic as the years have gone on, and it it almost becomes a crutch that you're not letting a wrestler develop because you're putting them behind you know this need that we have. We want to give so and so a job. Um, I'm not saying there's no role for managers anymore. I'm not saying that that managers be damned. I I also this is unique to Jake the Snake in that I think we all know enough about Jake the Snake to know that like. At some point, he might go into business for himself. Right. Well, then that's the other. That's why I I can't imagine this is like a, this is a plan for the rest of the year he's managing because you can't rely on him for that. It's not even that you can't rely on him. Rely on him as much as like at some point you can almost assume that he's going to say or do something just to protect him, like. That and that that well, when I say rely, that's right. Right. No. Even if he's completely clean and shows up every week and. You know, looks good, and again, he sounded great that first promo. I mean, it was tremendous. But at some point, we all know Jake, and we all know a certain number of wrestlers that constantly go back to, well, the answer, I can solve your problem. The answer is Jake the Snake. <laughs> like, that whatever it is, you know, I'm your wrestling company. What is it? You know what AEW needs? Jake the Snake. And this exists in boxing. This exists in, it's, it's the people that, that say, hey, you know, I, I'll bring somebody on as a guest sometime and say, hey, what do you think that this person needs to do? And, I, you know, I tell you what they need to do. They need to hire me. That's what they need to do. 
And I just worry about some of that slipping out at some point um, with Jake. I worry about that a lot, frankly, with that. Um, we'll be interesting to see how AEW handles this, right? Like, they're going to go, you know, they're setting up a ring at Daly's Place. That's always been a cool place. Like, the visual has always been cool, right, when they've done shows at Daly's Place. But that's because there's people, <laughs> and it's packed. It's going to look really weird doing that in an amphitheater. Like, I would, yeah. su- I would suggest to them that they don't highlight how empty it is, that they turn the lights off and try to do the show do, that way. Do a lot of backstage stuff. Yep, that's what I would suggest. Yeah. Anything else that you wanted to cover? Not really. I mean, I wish there was. Like, I was kind of, you know, going into last night, I was like, okay, we might get stuff to talk about on the show today because I, I want to do a long podcast. I want to be able to talk about this because, quite frankly, other than NFL free agency, there's nothing else to talk well, about. Unfortunately and for it, my life, there's a lot to talk about in that department, and so I could doing a three-hour show is not a good idea for me this week anyway. So yeah. that's all right. Um, but hey, we got more weeks to come and NFL free agency only lasts for a little while. So there will be, there There we go time. All right. Get your plugs in. Um, hopefully watch the daily line three to seven every day. We're on a one week hiatus. Hopefully we're back next week on, uh, NBC sports, DC, Philadelphia, Chicago, and Bay area. Follow me on Twitter at the Oster. All right. At Glenn Clark radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. Uh, it was great to have AJ back this week. I hope that he can go back to work and won't be available. But if he can't, then probably going to have him back for a few weeks. And, uh, and we're forever blaming him for canceling WrestleMania, right? I mean, he well, joins no, you, WWE. No, and, but you missed it. Like, there's, you know, he's trying to figure out the world in which he can somehow be the one person that's at WrestleMania this year. Like, <laughs> that, that can be that it all plays out. It all falls into AJ's lap somehow. Oh, here's somewhere. something I did want to bring up. If they sell... Tampa WrestleMania merchandise on discount. Are you buying that? No, not I, but I get why you would. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's just that would be such a right, weird thing. It's the thing, thing to they own. have. It's like owning the the Super Bowl championship shirt for the team that didn't win the Super exactly. Bowl. You know, like I, exactly. I completely get it. I I totally understand the interest in it. It's just, it's not for me. And by the way, I think they will still sell the gear because they're still going to use all of the. It looks like they're going to keep using all right. of the imagery. For WrestleMania, so I think they're still. How cool keep... would it be if they use that green screen and just had it on a pirate ship? I mean, I'm not telling you it's a bad idea. I think it's a pretty good idea, actually. All right, um, yeah, AJ uh, at the Aoster, of course, on social media at uh, AJ Francis four one zero at Brandon Linton at Glenn Clark Radio. Follow all of us, and we'll try to talk wrestling with you if we have time the next couple of weeks. For uh, Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event, vent. Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis. I am Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. All right, Aaron, you do it. I'm just playing this normal. Jobbing out. <laughs>